0: To your friends, listen as much as you can. Numbers are slightly down, which may affect the future of this podcast. So just leave it playing, even if you're not in the room. Love you. (laughs) Now sit back, relax, and enjoy whatever it is you're going to listen to.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies.
0: Hey, welcome to <laughs> Uh This week we're up in Manchester with the amazing Janice Connolly, aka Barbara Nice. Uh, there's lots of fun to be had in this one, plus some visual stuff that uh, people listening to the audio might like to check out on our YouTube channel after they have listened to it. But, what? Um, Come and see us live. We're doing lots more rehearsals this year all around the country. Mainly uh, in London at the moment. We're at the Leicester Square Theatre every Monday till April the sixth. April the sixth is sold out, but there are tickets for the others as I speak. Still a couple of guests to announce for that one. We're at the Birmingham Podcast Festival. It's sold out, but let me tell you, Noddy Holder is going to be the guest. That's pretty exciting. And we're in Norwich, which is also sold out. We don't have any guests confirmed for that one yet. We'll be at the Edinburgh Fringe um, for the first ten days in early August. Um, if the uh, Edinburgh Fringe isn't cancelled by pestilence. And we'll be back at the Vester Square Theatre in uh, October and November on Mondays all throughout those months with... I just had a burp in the back of my throat. With lots of... Uh, they'll probably edit it out, it's fine. Uh, with lots of fantastic guests uh, lined up in my mind, and I hope they will come to fruition. It's pretty exciting, this uh, lineup of Series 19. Um we're still watching series 18 at the moment which also has a pretty exciting lineup with the great guests coming up so thanks for your support become a Badger if you want to help us make more podcasts tell your friends about the podcast if you don't want to pay any money uh then they can listen to it and then that will get us some money as well so thanks very much let's sit back and enjoy Rahal with Janice Connolly Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Stoller Halls, wherever that is. It's in Manchester, apparently. Please welcome a man who has a 6x3 snooker table in the back of his car. It's Richard Herring. (laughs) Oh yeah, hello Manchester! Not available in the shops. You cannot get this. If you haven't got this, you cannot get it. That's, uh, lovely That's a lovely T-shirt for people listening in audio. It's beautiful, though. Uh, welcome to Richard Herring's Lonely Souls Tornado podcast. Uh, it's, so you've got to come up with new ideas for a podcast. Well, have they, all the lonely people, where do they all come from? Wrong city. Uh, it's almost the worst city I could have chosen. <laughs> They get together and then we put them in a tornado and hope they make friends. That's, that's, the, that's the idea of the podcast. have got to come up with the good ideas. Though I was hanging around with the, the Hacienda Club. Yeah, Bez was there. Fiona Allen was on the coat check. They call it Relestabus. I don't know if that's going <laughs> to catch on. Uh, so, yeah, I've got a, I, I, I've On the way up to Manchester, I live in Hertfordshire. I, I, I passed Bedford. Uh, where I bought a snooker board to... I'm doing a a live snooker tournament. It's worth coming to London for uh, in December. (laughs) Uh, But it turns out, I I thought I'd bring it up and put it up, because I've got one in the car, I'll put it on the stage, we can have a bit of snooker. But it's a Slate 6x3 snooker, it's pretty heavy. It's not really ideally what I wanted, but it cost £36, so I'm happy. (laughs) The guy lived in a manor, he's on eBay. He's on a fucking manor, I drive up, he said, yeah, put stuff on. It's better than chucking it away. 30. Got your 36 quid, have you, mate, living in a man house? <laughs> oh, God, he said he was going to listen to some podcasts. He didn't know I was. Uh, so he probably won't pick this one. Anyway, we're in Manchester. Uh, uh, there are lots of things. Matt, uh, The Roman name, uh means breast-shaped hill. So that's why, Matt, when you're a Manchunian, that's what you are. You're a breast-shaped hill. I thought you didn't know that. The first programmable computer was designed here in 1948 at the University of Manchester. My dad, Keith Herring, worked on that computer in the 1950s, which I only found out on his 80th birthday, (laughs) um, when when he he had his thesis, it had all been printed up, and he didn't understand any of it. It's incredible. I did not know he'd been working in computers that early, which is ironic, because nowadays uh, he can't program his TV, uh, and... Or point his iPad at his face when he's on Skype. So it's, it's absolutely incredible. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Uh, I've just put this in my sitcom. I'm write, writing uh, sort of about my dad. Uh, he, 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 was, he got a new box to you know you can, to, to record TV shows, which you don't have to do anymore, you idiot. Uh, and uh, and he, he couldn't make it work, and he got his grandchild around and came to look at it, and he series-recorded the news at 10 by accident. <laughs> he had 30 news at 10s to catch up on. Worked on the first computer, my dad. That's amazing. Uh, the uh, the Kellogg's factory is uh, next to Old Trafford. It's pretty. Uh, the Kellogg's factory in the UK. That's pretty impressive. I don't know if you know this. Cornflakes uh, were originally invented to dissuade people from masturbating. So I guess you know they thought, where should we put the factory in England? Old oh, Manchester. That's. I'm saying you're all wankers, mate. That's what I'm saying there. Got you. Uh, might be some more Manchester. Oh, look this. I don't know if there's anything in this. I just thought this was Manchester claims to be the birthplace of vegetarianism. Uh, so it was uh, in the Vegetarian Society, started in 1809 in Manchester. And that news must have been a disappointment to all the people in India and ancient Greece 3,500 years ago. <laughs> Apparently, it's invented Manchester. So, um, and as we record this, it's the 2nd of November, two days since Brexit happened. It's fair enough. <laughs> not been that bad although I'd say the riots on the night it happened I did not anticipate that I saw like kids out there just covered head to foot in blood <laughs> begging for food they were traveling from door to door just begging for food some of them I mean three-year-old kids caught up in this it's disgusting some of them had just hacked back to skeletons it was was off but it's all it's turned out okay Brexit's been fine so there you go you Ramonas Uh, So, uh, this is going out in about three or four months, maybe longer. I wonder if they'll have had Brexit yet at home. That's the the eternal question of this. Uh, Anyway, uh, my guest this week... It's only one week. We're only doing one this week. Is, as normal, don't know why I even said that. She's probably best known as the occupational therapist in The Locksmith. We all remember that series. Will you please welcome Janice Connolly, ladies and gentlemen, from the locksmith. (laughs) Sit down, sit down, but don't trip over my wire. I, uh, do you remember the? Uh, do you remember playing the? That was one of your yes, first roles. remember
2: playing the occupational therapist in the locksmith?
0: She didn't have a name. She was just the occupational therapist. I know. Yeah, okay. I did
2: do that. It was a long time ago. This lad does do his research. I do, that's for sure.
0: The locksmith. Don't remember the series myself. No, that's. I don't right. really, it, does, it doesn't seem like a great drama. The, my favourite joke of all time though comes from Police Squad, when uh, Leslie Nielsen uh, goes into a place and someone says, "Who are you?" and "How did you get in here?" He says, "I'm a locksmith." And I'm a locksmith. Uh, that's oh, right. the best joke of all time. <laughs> My ex-girlfriend Sarah Jane Potts was in the locksmith, I noticed. Oh, oh yeah. so that created the
2: interest. What did she yeah. play in it? She
0: was, she was the daughter in it. It was a long time ago, I'm not sick. Uh, so it's... <laughs> um, Anyway, let's uh, let's see where we can start yes, with you. So, uh, well, there's, there's a lot. We know you as Barbara Nice, but there's a lot. Some people, are
2: people are going
0: <laughs> you ooh, look, which? You look absolutely stunning. Thank you very tonight. much. Thank beautiful. you. Beautiful. Thank you for dressing up. I'm sorry, I'm in this t-shirt now. I feel foolish. Um, uh, what I'm going? You started out um, in bands. Which I didn't know about. You were in bands in the 70s and 80s, according uh, to Wikipedia. 70s, yeah. 70s, yeah. Like, so you were in a Sort ba- of
2: funk, rock, sci-fi. Yeah.
0: So you are in a... You know that, that genre. The Everetties? Yeah.
2: The Everetties, and correct.
0: Surpri- surprises?
2: Surprises.
0: Um, you did a song called Jeremy Thorpe is Innocent.
2: Yeah, and the chorus was... <laughs> it was very good, and the chorus was, The Queen did it, and she's still free. <laughs> <It was> good! <laughs> Look it up, Google it, let's sell those things.
0: Okay. Very good. Uh, and Martian. Uh... I, had Martian
2: I had a Martian girlfriend. Yeah, that was good too.
0: Yeah. Were you the singer? Did you write the songs?
2: I was sort of, um, sort of at the side with the tambourine right. and did the backing vocals. I'm a good off off the ball player, right. basically. <laughs> so I was at the side, but it was fantastic being in a band.
0: you were in John Peel. John Peel.
2: John Peel played. Um, yeah, Jeremy Thorpe is innocent, and I was. Um... <laughs> In bed, in my flat, and it's a great feeling when you listen to the radio and then John Peel says, and here's, you know, I can't do I'm not a very good impersonator, but here's the Everetties singing. Yeah. Jeremy Thorpe, it's very, it was wonderful,
0: actually. Yeah. yeah. Do you think Jeremy Thorpe was innocent? The Queen did yeah, it. <laughs> <yes. laughs>
2: and she's still free.
0: <laughs> I think it's worse to say the Queen. The Queen's alive, we can get it done for that. I'm oh, so sorry, could, you take that say, out. Take no, it's all right, she did it. She's. I mean, she's almost. She's, so free. she's probably shot a dog at some point, hasn't she? <laughs> almost certainly. I'm sure she has. I mean, let's leave it in, and then if she hasn't shot a dog, she can take sue. It she out. can take sue it me. It no, out. she can sue me. I'm prepared to. I'm prepared to take, take right, that okay. chance. Okay. Leave that in there. Because uh, I bet she has shot one. <laughs> it's Still not the worst thing that someone in her family has done. No. So it's, um...
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> Two words, Koo Stark. Well, you knew about it then yeah, with Koo true, Stark. Google it. Yeah, Google Koo Stark.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I Go was on. very excited. Another early thing you did was you worked with John Dowie on Dogman. Yes, do
2: you know John?
0: I'd, well, I know of him. I don't know him personally at all, but I'm a big fan. I've seen Dogman, a, a later incarnation of that show. Yes. Yeah, so it in this Edinburgh was in
2: Birk, because Bur- I'm, I'm from Stockport. I, um, I live in Birmingham. And as part of the kind of art scene going on there was an art slab do you remember, does anybody remember the art slab movement it was very big so everybody was doing these very experimental things so I played in that uh, John Dowie thing Hermie the hermaphrodite hunchback <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't make it up really could you so that's the kind of thing we got up yeah. to yeah
0: so, Stockport got mentioned, and one person went. Eh.
2: Anybody from Stockport? Uh, there's one man. Lighting the man up to yeah. the mighty pyramid, Stockport Market. I mean, keep it free.
0: Stockport, yeah. must, Stockport must be bad if you've chosen to live in Birmingham instead. I that, is, that is. <laughs> that's Now, I'm going to tell
2: say. you now, I wondered when there would be the Birmingham Jive. <laughs> I've got to tell you, it's boring to keep having to go at Birmingham. What's that
0: about? I was more having to go at Stockport, really. Oh, right, uh, that, okay. was, that, was the, that was the lowest of the low.
2: No, I'm, um, I am fascinated by the sort of anti-Birmingham
0: stuff. Yeah. It's because it's full of pricks. Is that what it is? Both uh, <laughs> drinking pricks, isn't it? Then, ah, then that's okay. what it is. That's what HP Sauce, <laughs> home of HP
2: like. Sauce, love. <laughs>
0: that's what they like there. No, I love, I love everywhere. I travel everywhere and I okay. love... It's difficult when it gets recorded because, you know, obviously when I'm in Liverpool, I say I hate Manchester, but when I'm in Manchester, I have oh, to go I to I Liverpool. You. You know, so you, they'll okay. find out if they listen to the Liverpool one that I'm just a hypocrite. <laughs> okay. But luckily they don't know for the moment. Okay. So we'll be fine today until they listen to the right. Liverpool podcast. Um, so <laughs> what brought you in? You were working for charity. You were working for Bernardo's. Was that before
2: uh, well, all of the showbiz success? Or? Well, yeah, I was born in Stockport and I did loads of kind of youth theatre at the Garrick uh, Theatre there, which was absolutely brilliant. Then went to Birmingham to, to do drama and to train as a teacher. And then sort of started doing lots of other kind of things really
0: yeah me. so w- w- was that always the intention to go into show business as that was that well
2: when i was a kid I, my mum used to put me on tables in pubs and i'd sing little white bull right <laughs> so it was sort of it's always sort of been an interest yeah i like, doing it. I like yeah.
0: doing it yeah and i guess meeting peter Kay was like quite a big moment in your career
2: yeah, we, I was doing, there was a competition called um, Northwest Actor Act of the Year, I think it was 2007 or something like that. And Peter had won it the year before and he was in the audience and then he kind of rung me up and said, I thought you did really good. If he's listening to this, he'll be going, that's a terrible impersonation of me. I thought you did really good. you want to be in a, a television programme? So that was very good.
0: Yeah, and so you've, you've worked with him on a lot of things, actually. Yeah. Even like Coronation Street, you played his Yeah, I played his mum. mother, yeah. Uh, and obviously uh, Phoenix Knights... Probably best known for the, for, for the uh, all the stuff you yeah, did with more him.
2: more than the occupational therapy. Yeah.
0: I well, out of the Peter K stuff, I'm not. <laughs> I'm saying that's the, <laughs> ocu- <laughs> the locksmith trumps the lock- everything. The locksmith. So lo- got to look it up. Let's all watch it now. <laughs> um, so, ad, what 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 was the process of getting into? Was was Phoenix Night the first thing, or was this was there were no, no? There, there was... was
2: this thing called that that Peter K thing, right. which was lots and lots of different. Small, this girl remembers it, I think, don't you? So they had loads and loads of different scenarios each week, and then the one about the club was very popular, so they chose that one and made Phoenix Nights
0: out yeah. of that. Because it, it was an amazing cast of people, I mean, a lot, lot of sort of unknowns, yeah. wasn't it? Mm-hmm. That he was uh, Daniel Kitson was in it, of course, and Dave Spikey. You know, yeah. And, like that. Toby
2: Foster, Toby Justin, Justin, Steve Edge. Yeah. yeah. Of
0: us. And you the th- you went off on a jumping on the bandwagon tour yeah. with Paddy McGuinness.
2: Yeah, but we realised Paddy was going places. OK. When he, because afterwards, we were kind of signing all these posters and there wasn't much of a queue for us. But there was a massive queue for Paddy. You just thought, oh, he's just going to go massive. But he's really lovely, Paddy, so good luck to him. he's smash him.
0: Good. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, good
2: nice <laughs> <laughs> He's a lovely lad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, where did Barbara Nice come from? Was that, is it, so was that the, the act you were doing when Peter Kay saw you, or were you doing something else then?
2: Um, yeah, it, yeah it, it was Barbara. But I, I sort of started doing stand up because I started doing, like, I, I, I've been the artistic director of a women's theatre company in Birmingham for 35 years. And we were devising all the work, and I was noticing the, the stuff that I was devising, making up was funny and i thought be really good just to try it out on my own so i started doing stand-up then really and then created barbara because i was i was even older you can't be even older than you are now but i was old to start (laughs) stand-up and i was thinking what kind of character can i do who can i be in comedy clubs that they will kind of accept and go with so i i created this mother figure really yeah But I started doing it properly as a double act with a lad called Reg Nice, and I played his mum, Barbara Nice. So we're like a mother and son act. But he left, he went to computers, and I
0: carried on. He went to
2: computers? Yeah. Okay. I think he's a magician now. Is he?
0: (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people who work in computers think that. They're they're not. Um, Because, well, it's sort of interesting. It's like, because it's it's a lot of people are doing that now coming from a theatrical background and some flea bag and chewing gum. Uh, they're all coming from a theatrical background and, do, and sort of doing comedy and taking the comedy world by someone. But you beat them all to it? You were coming from a theatrical... You came with a theatre... I think
2: I've yeah, Fleabag? I think you're better, you're I better than Fleabag. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm better than Fleabag. Right, love, thank you. Well, you did it first, and that's uh, what counts. Well, yeah, part of work, <laughs> And so of what, what was the process of going on to the Britain's Got Talent you went on to? didn't you?
2: Well, for years I was thinking about doing it, and then you sort of think, oh, well, I can't keep thinking about this all the time. I'll go and do it. And I was pleased to do it, actually. Because I was frightened, and I think it's very good to do things that we're frightened of doing. It's frightened on loads of accounts, because it's horrible to be judged. Nobody wants four people judging them. And you also think about your peers thinking, what's she doing that for? And all that kind of stuff. So there's loads of sort of things I mean, it's a risk as well,
0: isn't it? Because, you know, some... The the decisions are made pretty quickly by the audience whether they like someone or not, and so... I mean, yeah. you know, I think, I think there's, there's always a good chance you are going to go down well, but if, if you yeah, just step out there and well, everyone just goes, no, I don't like it, then you've got a sort of humiliating experience. Yeah,
2: what was interesting, because I did it at the Lowry, and um, I, I know that place, so I sort of felt comfortable. But as soon as I put my foot on the stage, everybody started cheering, and I'm a bit worried about saying this, but anyway, Simon Cowell, I don't think has got much of a sense of humour. <laughs> you might have to get rid of that. He's got a load of money, but... <laughs> I, I could see him sort of looking around like this like why is this happening why do you <laughs> why do you like this right. so I think he's quite I think he's bemused by comedy yeah no,
0: I think that's fair enough. I mean yeah. he would say that he but won't he doesn't sue really, me will he no bemused he he,
2: by comedy he I sort of think doesn't he's like
0: seen. comedy I think you know he's sort of annoyed no, he... by comedians being on that show which is yeah I think he
2: probably because... is annoyed but by comedians
0: people. well you know comedians do well on it and yeah. it's it's, it is, it's an interesting place a lot of people have gone on and a lot of have done you know, incredibly well, you did incredibly well. It does, it does work out. Um,
2: but he definitely doesn't get it, I think. <laughs> yeah. He definitely doesn't get it.
0: Yeah. Um,
2: I, think, I think a comedian the year before had done a, a joke about a bag for life and he didn't know what one was. Right. So, so David Williams is going, it's one of these things. <laughs> so, there you go, Oh right! So that yeah. he doesn't know things. He doesn't yeah. know. He doesn't know things, things.
0: And there was a mild controversy when you were on because obviously. You, oh yeah, you, she's you a millionaire. Were, What's she doing were, here? You're a TV star. Well, You've I been know. on Coronation Street twice. I
2: know. And, I know.
0: Yeah. Did did, did did that make any difference Well,
2: that was one of the reasons that I didn't want to do it really. But you do get people advising you. It's a big it's a yeah. big show. So they say that's that's fine. That's fine. So well, I've done this and I've done that. It'll be absolutely fine. And then it was all over Twitter. You know, what kind of a person? She's a liar and all this sort of stuff. So I mean, it's that... not
0: like you were thinking you are going to get away with that. It wasn't no, you were pretending to be someone you weren't. And also,
2: Barbara is my creation, really. You know, in yeah. Phoenix Nights, I was saying somebody else's lines. And I've been doing Barbara in the clubs for a very, very long time. And I know people like her. And it seemed to me a chance for loads of people to see Barbara, really. That was yeah. the
0: idea in the yeah. end. I mean, you know, I think if you're not, if you if you're taking someone else's act, or if you're pretending, you know, you're going on in a mask and pretending to be someone else. But it's not like you people wouldn't know know who you no, are. No, but... and it's
2: also my, she belongs to me. And
0: really. it wasn't, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't like you were a, a superstar who would had, you know, your own series and all that sort of thing. You, no, you, that's still, right. Love, always...
2: Thanks for rubbing it in. You, were...
0: <laughs> you are now. But I'm picky, not, you'd I'm work, not. Yeah, but you'd work for, you know, you'd work I've for I've worked years very and,
2: hard and I've been able yeah. to make a living that yeah
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's that's sort of fair enough. And that's, there's no rules on Britain's Got Talent.
2: No, about, it's a talent show, actually. Yeah. And yeah. It, what's really lovely about it is it is a proper talent show and anybody can come on. And if they're good, and what's lovely about the stage, I think, is it's like a level playing ground. If you're good and people go, we like it, then something happens. And I think it's, I can't think of anything else that you can get on with, to without having big agents. So I yeah. think it's... Yeah, I think if you think... Anybody thinking of going on, let me know and I'll give you some advice. <laughs> it's, you, can get, you can get there without knowing everybody, really. Yeah. It's a yeah. good thing. It it's genuinely is a thing.
0: And what difference has it made in your I life? would
2: say about 5 to 10% more people coming to see my live shows. right. Um, I'm doing this, I don't yeah. think I would have done that. Maybe I would have done this, I don't know. I've, been, I've, been, I've uh, been interviewed by Basil Brush. Okay. So, exactly, this lad's going, now you made it, Barbara. <laughs> I wasn't interested before, but Basil, yeah.
0: And what's he like in real life, Basil Brush, when the cameras aren't on?
2: Well, it's so wonderful, really, because there's like a little thing that he, he's, you know, pops up behind. So the guy yeah. who is Basil what? has to be... There. Sorry to tell you, it's all what? right. You okay with us. <laughs> He has to kind of be there where all the origins come in. So, yeah. it's, it's a, honestly, I think it's quite hard work. But it was good fun being with him.
0: Well, he's got to crouch in a box for yeah. a while. That's yeah, not that that's hard right. work. there's a harder job than crouching, crouching in a box. Crouching in boxes. I was going right. to have him on the Edinburgh Fringe podcast, but we couldn't... Eat that. I think they just... For that reason, they didn't want him waiting. <laughs> well, also, I had two guests, so he'd have had to wait while the audience were coming in. And then, if that's he was first, right. he'd have had to wait. A long time. Old, that's right,
2: the old waiting second game. Second interview, and that's he'd be right. in a box.
0: Going, that's right. Why did I do he this? could have
2: put me on first. I yeah, mean, it can't right.
0: be the original bloke doing it, can it? he? That, that guy's long gone. He was the original Basil Brush. <laughs> it's he some guy be. who's come in this to be Basil, Basil Brush. Any information
2: on Basil Brush?
0: It can't be the original guy. Can? There was a there was a light. Oh, he was an old guy, the guy who did it originally. He'd be like 150 now if he, still yeah, if he was still in. Yeah, it's If he was still in a box, far, I'd think fair play, yeah. mate. I mean, he is in a box thinking about it, but yeah. it's, that's not. He's staying very still in that box now. That's right. Um, but yeah, he's taking over. It's like people taking over City. You know, yeah. it was all right when it's passed down the family. Franchises, then suddenly, it's
2: like the body shop. Yeah.
0: and suddenly, some not even not even called Corbett takes over. It's it all right, right when it was like, Matthew Corbett. That's what I find disparating is that when you look at Matthew Corbett now, he's really old. And I'm old enough to remember when Matthew Corbett was, like, really young. I mean, I was younger, but now he's like a really... Let now it go, like, Richard, let it go,
2: let it go, all this Do you remember? Stuff. Yeah, I do remember him. But...
0: Now he's too old to do... So, that's how old he is. Too old to do... <laughs> he's too old to do... you got to fell. Imagine you're born into that, though. That's the thing. So you've chosen to be Barbara Nice. But if you were born into the family, and someone said, well, you'll get to take over one day and... It's the wig? Yeah, they have. To, you have to do it. it. Is the you, bag? You resent it.
2: I don't know. I my George would be very good at being me. She knows the act
0: for sure. <laughs> um, Rod Hull resented his. Did he? Yeah, I didn't know that. He resented his emu. <laughs> I think he did. When we, we had him on our show, at Fist what of did me. he say? We well, came on Fist of Fun, but we the reason he came on and did it, he said, was because we hadn't asked for emu. And so, so he was, so gla- was really—he was sort of flattered. He was flat. glad. Yeah, he, wants, oh, he didn't want—he was just he flattered, flattered to be asked to do something without Emu. <laughs> so if you always get asked to do Emu, you know. Yeah. You know, he's the he's, Emu doesn't actually do anything. It's just his hand. <laughs> that's the thing. So what so, did what
2: did he do without Emu?
0: He was just himself. Well, we had a character who was pretending to be Rodol. It's a it's a complicated. It's story. much more
2: complicated it's than it appears. It's a complicated appeared. story.
0: So he came on in the last show to then challenge this guy and say he was the real Rodol whereas the bad false Rod Hull was still claiming he was the real Rod Hull. <laughs> it was a very funny idea, and then we were going re- we <laughs> to reprise it. Did it get commissioned? It. Did it get commissioned? Yeah, no, we, he didn't. Well, he got paid to come on that, and then oh, we, right. we, were going to we were going to redo the character, we'd written loads of sketches and recorded a few of them, and each week the false Rod Hull would do something, uh, and then re- he had this fu- he'd fu- refused to admit he had a real arm underneath, so he'd end up, he'd end up dying because he'd go in a swimming pool and refuse to swim his and drown. And he'd go fencing and get stabbed because he couldn't do anything. And then the, we were sitting on the, the studio floor, rehearsing the first show, and then the news came in that Rod had fallen off a roof and died. How did you, how so, did you
2: feel? How did well, you
0: feel? Well, I, I knew him, but my first... Because <laughs> I'd met him, my first thought was, oh, shit, we can't do the sketches anymore. Exactly! And then... Exactly. And then and then went, oh, and it's sad.
2: Well, Basil Brush proudly says he's the only person from that era still unscathed, actually. Yeah, Basil's free.
0: Basil's Basil. Yeah. yeah, I reckon he did something. <laughs> Jimmy Cricket, he's all right. Jimmy Cricket's Oh, he's okay. lovely, yeah. He's Jimmy lovely. Cricket's a yeah, good guy. Yeah. Actually, I saw you uh, You performed at Jimmy Cricket's daughter's I wedding. I did, Talking did of
2: Perform at their wedding. I did a yeah. mass raffle, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you do a lot of that? Do you get called to do lots of weddings, or is that was that just a that was a treat? Um, a fellow I, yeah, I
2: do. You know, yeah, I do do weddings. Um, I ain't done a funeral yet, but I do <laughs> definitely do weddings and people's parties. Actually, because yeah. Barbara's a good laugh, you know, and the raffle's great
0: fun. Yes, yeah, so we you you do. You can a show, win was... a bottle of dapple. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Frey Bentos pie. <laughs> You're laughing, love. People go mad for the Frey-Bentles final. <laughs> what,
0: what do they have to do for the Frey-Bentles final? They pile? just...
2: It's a simple raffle, actually. You just have to properly just get a ticket. Right. And it goes in the drum, and people saying, oh, just cheat. I never cheat. I put everybody's number in. And if I got through to the final of Britain's Got Talent, I was going to do a raffle. So they right. were saying, the producers were saying, can you make it so that, you know, the four win? I was going, no. <laughs> the raffle has to be free and true. Right. It's a wonderful thing. If I'd got... This lad's nodding, it's true. It's a lovely thing. I mean, he's won the raffle. raffle. That's the guy with
0: the gorgeous girlfriend from before the oh, show. Oh, he's won the raffle he's won the raffle. He's won the
2: raffle of life.
0: <laughs> the only explanation. Look at his face. I mean, look at his face. Look at her.
2: Uh... Look at his
0: face. They're then, both uh, lovely.
2: I they're think not lovely. lovely. She's gorgeous. He's a hideous. He's a nice he's lad. A he's a hideous He's lovely, love. Take no notice of him. He's a lovely lad. So, yeah, I like raffling... I like keeping things really true, actually, and not faking stuff. Yeah, yeah, of course. I think it's it's better.
0: Yeah, definitely. Oh, that's good to know.
2: Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at
1: BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to Bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at Bluenile.com for $50 off. Bluenile.com code LISTEN. Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.
0: That you did that. Right, I'm going to ask you uh, some emergency questions. Right, okay. This is from the new version of the emergency book. Question. Is this your book? With, yeah, with 25 extra questions in the back. So if you bought the green, one, you have to buy this for the 25. <laughs> I'm going to ask you one of the 25 questions. Right, I just, go on, love. I'll just... tell you what, if I just ask one of the, all the 25 questions now, then you don't have to buy the book if you've already got it. <laughs> um, oh no, hold on, that's not one of them. Uh, the question is, oh no, that's, that's, a, that's a bad question. You I'll can ask that. me anything. No, it's, it's a bad one. Uh, <laughs> Well, why was, did you put it in the book? Because it's near the end. Right. Uh, if anyone's got that far, they deserve it. <laughs> okay. What was the weirdest reason you ever skived off school, Janice? Remember? The
2: weirdest reason? Did you ever skive? Were you a skiver? Oh, yeah, everybody skived. You have to. It's like a rite of passage, isn't it? I can't think of a... There's no weird reason. You just want to say, we're not going in,
0: geography. Yeah. What did you say? What, do you, fancy do? what skipping do you do, what do
2: you Well, I remember very clearly an interesting experience of Skyving. Our school was near a graveyard, and we went into a church, me and my friend Janice, the two Janices we were called. <laughs> and we both were sort of there in this little church, and we both said, do you believe in God, don't believe in God, do you believe in God? Let's just ask for a sign. And the doors did blow open, I'm telling you. So then we ran out screaming. <laughs> but that did happen. Wow! Wow! You make a bit what you will, mm. especially uh, this close to Halloween. Make a bit yeah. what you will.
0: All right, um, I'll ask you this question, Janice. I said I wouldn't ask you any rude questions backstage, it's fine. but I know. If your genitals had to be replaced by the face of one of the Muppets,
2: one of the Muppets,
0: <laughs> the face would be able to interact and communicate in exactly the same way Aww, as the Muppet. Big Bird. I mean, that's the Muppet. <laughs> face. Every time. Good answer. I'm going <laughs> to... Um, OK, uh, let's... Let's see what else came up in these extra They're not very good. It's all right. This is your book, look I know. They're not, it's not very good. Uh, this is a question that came... I was, this happened as I was... Often when I'm just writing the questions, it's just something that happened that of day. Of course. Yeah. Richard accidentally elbowed Denise Van Outen in the face on Channel Five Celebrity Game Night. <laughs> what is the worst injury you have directly or indirectly caused to a celebrity or person of renown? Ever injured anyone famous? No. No, okay, good. <laughs> could have been nasty. Could, they, celebrity, yeah.
2: They'll sue, love. Well, so I'm saying no.
0: The cele- <laughs> celebrity it Game Night. It wasn't me. Celebrity Game Night was an interesting show. It was What on happened? Cha- well, it's what Channel happened? 5, and then it's just... It's sort of a bit like um, House of Games or something like that, but a bit more physical. So it's two teams of celebrities. But they give you a lot of drink beforehand, and then there's a bar on the set that's a working bar. Right. Uh, and I was still drinking at this point. I think it was last year. And I got very, very drunk. And so it was... It was, a, it no. was a, And then you're putting your hands in things that could explode, and you know, it was going to explode at some point. And I thought, this, there's, they're definitely going to kill someone. <laughs> could have been Denise Van Alten. <laughs> um, All right, how about this? Do you think they should introduce v- VAR, video-assisted referee, you know, the VAR thing in football now? No, you've okay. lost me already, love. Nowadays, you can replay the football uh, and then see if there was an infraction. It's called video-assisted referee technology. Would you like that in everyday life? What incidents or arguments would you want replayed and resolved from recently? Because I, I I don't would, want that. I would like to have it because I because i always this? I'm <laughs> always arguing with my wife, right. and then I can't. You know, you get when you're arguing with your wife your partner. You get to the point where you can't really quite remember what the argument was about. Yes. And they say, You said this. Yeah. You no, know, I didn't say that. And they go, Yeah, you did. I would just like to be able to go prove back it. and prove, prove where. it. I mean, it'd be annoying because it'd probably prove my wife was right. <laughs> that's the danger. But that would be quite. You, do, you, do you have arguments like that with your family?
2: Do you, I'm, ne- I'm never at home, actually. No. I'm always working.
0: Good. That's the secret no. to a successful family. Yeah, that's right. Never wife. be there. Never be there. Um, okay, these um, these are. Let's see what we've done. A few of these extra questions. Um, here's another question that came back from something that was happening. Richard has been meaning to clean up the drain outside his kitchen ever since right. he moved into his new house two years ago, uh, and it's longer than that now. And I still haven't done it. What is the longest running chore that you've been intending to do but keep putting off?
2: Um, the longest running chore I've intended to do. Uh, I don't know, really, love. It's not at, the kind if, of thing I spend time thinking about. Are you, do you do, are
0: you good at housework? I just do what we need to you do. You just do what you need away. to
2: do, you know, a chore. The word chore's interesting. Yeah. What do you mean by chore?
0: Well, I mean, I think and, and having to do anything. Anything you don't want to <laughs> yeah. do. I mean, anything. The tax, I resent I, I resen- don't
2: like doing my tax. That's a okay, chore. That is a chore. Absolute chore, yeah. yeah. I don't like doing it. But that. you do it, though, right? Yeah, of course yeah. I do it. yeah. Because
0: you can get, you get into trouble. You can get into trouble for that. Um, I'll do one more. I'll go. go on. I'll, I'll go in. I'll go into the book. I'll ask you. Like, well, you've sort of nearly answered this, but have you ever seen a ghost apart from God? In God,
2: yes. <laughs> the connection <laughs> with God and Halloween was it? Have I ever seen a ghost? I remember being in bed and then looking up, and there was this sort of apparition above. I remember that.
0: There was an apparition in bed. What was it?
2: That's all I'm telling. I've just explained what I saw. Well. I don't know what it was. <laughs> Some things you just don't know what they are, well, is but it, it human? was there. It was a ghostly kind of apparition. Yeah. That's all I can tell you. OK. Make of that what you will.
0: Well, the fact you are in bed, I think it was a dream. <laughs> that's what I'm making and of it. I
2: thought, kind of thought I was awake. But anyway, yeah. yeah.
0: That's, how, that's how they get you, those dreams. No, ghosts. I know that's
2: right, the dream <laughs> I had a
0: witch sitting on my, uh, on my chest trying to strangle me oh. when I was asleep on a dressing room floor after I'd been drinking quite heavily. <laughs> I reckon that was real, though, that one. So, uh, you, in 2017, you got the British Empire Medal from. I did. Which yeah. member of the royal family did you collect that from? Well, because
2: it because it's a British Empire Medal, oh. it was something that David Cameron came up with, so it's oh. like a community thing. You'd never get to see the royal family, so you get you get an invitation. So I got mine from Birmingham, and then we got an invitation to. Um, like a royal garden party. So okay. I thought, which one would my mum prefer to go to? Because the Queen would be there, but it was yeah. a garden party. So I thought, she'd prefer to do that than come to Birmingham Town Hall. So we got there. There were absolutely thousands of people <laughs> there. You couldn't sit. And then the Queen kind of came down with, I think that it was there, and some dignitaries. And they went in this sort of a central tent thing. My mother was going, this is a disgrace. <laughs> you should be in there. Go and tell them. But it was... It wasn't one of those kind of events, really. So um, I didn't get to meet the Queen, but I was very pleased to get the medal. It's a very nice colour, purple.
0: And what's the medal? uh, What what did you get that for?
2: Doing uh, community services through theatre.
0: So you've been doing these... You've been working in the theatre for...
2: A long time, yeah. 35 years. 35 years, yeah, yeah. more than that,
0: probably. And so what, what what sort of things do you do in the theatre when, you, when you're not doing Well,
2: we've just done a show at, at Birmingham Rep, which is about women in retirement, and what we do is we go and talk to people. I'm very interested like I said before, the truth, really, ordinary stuff. So we go and talk to people about what their real experiences are, and then we listen really carefully, and then in this case we wrote three monologues about women in retirement, right. which was very successful, sold out, And we've also got a thing called Phyllis, which is about when we get older, if we fall, it's bad news. You get into hospital and social services and the health service are kind of not sure what to do with you. And for every day over the age of 80, you stay in hospital, it takes a year off your life. So this play, Phyllis, is kind of about that. And I know it sounds miserable. It's also very funny. Yeah. Because I think these two things can go side by side constantly. It isn't just this or this. In all our lives, we're laughing or crying at the same time, so it's such, they run
0: parallel. Yeah. But
2: it's all based on what things that people have told us, really.
0: That's terrific. That's great. Um, and to, will that, are you carrying on with those? Yeah. Is, are they, will we going to see those shows, or is it going to be new, new shows um, in the pipeline?
2: You, because we haven't got that kind of funding, we're always having to come up with new stuff. Um, Birmingham's getting the uh, Commonwealth Games, so I'm very interested in doing stuff around women and sports and we did a great piece called into the water in a multicultural area of birmingham where we interviewed all the women who were going to this uh, women only session about their relationship with water and out to the community then we did a performance where it's in an old victorian baths and the audience were kind of sat there and there were loads of women swimming and you could hear these stories through headphones so we're going to do one about called track and field about women doing track and field events
0: great Good. Yeah, it's
2: interesting.
0: Yeah, I love stuff like that. Um, and uh, there was also, you did a gig for Laughing for a Change, which was about mental health, was it? Mm-hmm. Um, well, how did you get involved with that charity?
2: There was some funding involved to right. start <clears throat> But it's also a very, very important issue. I'm, yeah. And more and more people talk about mental health
0: now, yeah, which well, it's really, really good. Yeah, well, a lot of comedians are. It's yeah. becoming the new... The new it's...
2: Have you seen Joker? Can I talk about Joker? Has anybody seen the film any, Joker?
0: I Isn't it yet. brilliant?
2: It's, I, <laughs> you didn't, why didn't you like it? Oh, I thought it was all about mental health, really. And I, I just found it really properly interesting. I think it's... I don't think... And this is really... Conj- I don't think there are any bad people. I just think the people are really upset and damaged. Anyway... So, that's I, okay, I, we can talk
0: about that. Is that that's okay yeah, to say Yeah, we can that. talk about
2: anything you like. <laughs> I won't get sued for saying there are no bad people. What
0: about Hitler? Was he all... Yeah, or, he I, I, again, the right... again, I, yeah. yeah. He was Honestly, a bit damaged. Yeah. He only yeah. had one ball. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Not actually true, he had two.
2: No, it's the other one, isn't yeah. it? Hitler had only got one <laughs> ball. Goebbels had no ball Goebbels are two but very small. <laughs> Himmler had something similar. But poor old Dada had no balls at all. I think it's had had no
0: It's done for the comic effect. Thank but yeah, you.
2: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm fascinated. As you said, the mental health thing in yeah. comedy, it's, it's great to, to, get, to get people talking about comedy, about mental health in comedy, but it's not just for comedy to talk about, it's for everything to
0: talk about. Really. Yeah, but comedy can... I know you, it's
2: sorta, of, but it should also be
0: funny. Well, it should be. I mean, it? you're an entertainer. You're definitely interested yes, in entertaining yes, people absolutely, and, yeah. get, and making sure everyone's gone home and had a nice time. Yes. But that, you know, but then if you're doing theatre, that's Barbara and I. So then you're doing theatre. You're doing different kinds mm-hmm. of comedy. You know, you can do. There's different <laughs> different ways of. There's loads of
2: different stuff. Yeah. But I'm very very interested, particularly as Barbara, giving people a good time. So I do things like stage
0: dive and things yeah. like that. <laughs> If
2: I was dressed differently I would do it. I do but I think this will come up.
0: <laughs> you can't trust these guys to catch you. Many of them have never touched Well a woman. I'm telling you.
2: <laughs> I'm telling you, I might do it. <laughs> Because, actually, every audience is capable of catching me.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm, you know, if you're happy to take the liability yourself... Uh, yeah, I'm, insur- I'm, I'm, to, insured, f-
2: I'm insured with equity, up with- to three million. Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, we've got it filmed, you know, if something goes terribly wrong, this would be great for the podcast, that's what I'm saying.
2: <laughs> Should we have a go?
0: <laughs> do I have to do it as well?
2: No. <laughs> you have to know what you're doing, really. Okay.
0: Yeah, let's give it a go. Okay,
2: I might need some music, though. How are you for clearing music?
0: Have you you got some music with these guys, or are you just going to...?
2: I haven't really organised anything, really. Really? It's when you said out there you can do anything.
0: You can do anything you want.
2: Okay, all right. I can sing. Has anybody got on their phone, Itchy Pops, I'm a passenger? (laughs) (laughs) Have they? Is this all right to do? Yeah, yeah? go ahead. (laughs) Has anybody got that? Passenger, just look on your phone. Perfect, perfect. Okay, all right. We'll leave it at that then. Who's who's playing it? Who's playing it? it. Oh, it's not a phone. We've got facilities. Right.
0: (laughs) We've got extremely good tech people (laughs) here.
2: We don't need just somebody having a phone. Okay. (laughs) Challenge to release. Stop it for a second. Right.
0: At this point in the podcast, Janice Connolly, a.k.a. Barbara Nice, did one of her trademark stage dives. Now, it will not work very well in the audio podcast. It takes a bit of time and there's nothing really to listen to except extraneous sound. That's the kind of thing people like on Stone Clearing with Richard Herring. Do check out that podcast if that's the kind of thing you're into. But here on Rahalastapa, we have more respect for you than that. So if you wish to view the stage dive, then please go to YouTube uh, and look up Herring1967 and you can view that stage dive in all its wonder and amazement. It was something to see, I can tell you, so it's worth doing. But for now, let's return to the audio podcast where visual things are not allowed due to the audio nature.
2: What was the question? <laughs> ca- what was
0: the question? I can't even, I can't remember. I can't remember if there was a question. I mean, I can't wait for the. Uh, I can't wait for the audio Pete version of the podcast for their bit. <laughs> the, pe- <laughs> the
2: first
0: audio stage dive. Yeah, we we'll video we'll it as well, but the, some people listening audio only and then they've missed the treat. Is like,
2: it's uh, i ju- just essentially in making things happen.
0: Yeah, well that was. I mean, it's good, but then something like that happens, and how do we follow that? What do we do I now? I know that, love. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll try and do. <laughs>
2: it's fine. What's your next question? Well, I'll ask you. I'll, I'll ask
0: you. Uh, I'll ask you a couple more silly. We, you know, we've got we've got enough. We've got enough in the can. Uh, so uh, I'll ask you some silly questions. And my
2: glasses at the back, by the way. Yeah. Go on.
0: Um, okay. uh, would, if you had a finger that could travel through time what, Yay. Would, what, would you, what would you do with that finger? The
2: finger that could travel through can time You go backwards or
0: forwards in time or it can stay where you are in the present That would be a stupid choice though <laughs> You've got to, You have got can go back and affect one thing, you can look through the hole and put, move stuff around with your finger.
2: I wish I put money on Boris Johnson being Prime Minister because I knew he was going to get in even though i Absolutely don't like him. I wish I'd gone to Ladbrokes.
0: Yeah, we can do that. You can do that with a. You can go back on the computer and tap it in. And put a bet in. I mean, you could bet on a lot of things though. You'd probably get better odds on <laughs> Southampton being beaten nine nil by Leicester at home. If that, That's you, that right. That would get better odds for that. That just happened. Or England losing at rugby. <laughs>
2: What well, Did you watch it? I did Listen,
0: I was driving up uh, to uh, collect my snooker table <laughs> uh, and come here uh, and I was listening to it on the radio and it was in the pouring rain, mm. uh, just the listening. I don't think it was raining in Japan. I wasn't that bothered. In fact, I mean, enough time has passed for the people at home to have processed it. Okay. People, the, people, <laughs> the people here are furious with me. But They're furious. I felt the, uh, the way... It's much nicer that South Africa won that with the black captain and bringing that country together at a time when it needed it. Luckily, in the UK, we're not divided no, that's in the right. same way. So we don't, that's it right, have, we are united. It wouldn't have helped us. Well, certainly not in England, we're all cunts here. Um, <laughs> if it was the United Kingdom uh, team, we could have done something. But, uh, yeah, so, no, I, did, I, I wasn't too upset about that. I listened to the Cricket World Cup in the car on the way to one of these, and that was amazing, and I arrived at the venue just as we w- won on the final board. So that was, inc- that was uh, incredible. To, even to listen to. So sometimes, you know, something visual works. Yeah,
2: that's right. Fingers crossed. <laughs> really,
0: should have, I should have been crossed. describing it now. What's that Yeah, you should <laughs> have done Connelly. that. Could you do that? I can do it later. Yeah, OK. But, you know, I also... Fuck, fuck those people who won't watch the videos. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, what? look, it's been... I, I don't know if we can even follow it. I was going to ask you about throwing yourself off stage at the Birmingham. It was the... It was the at the Birmingham Mac, but that was that, wasn't it? That was what yeah. we just did. That was my. That was <laughs> that's my it, life.
2: love. That's it.
0: Uh, so what's got, what have you got coming up? Is there? Any, have you got anything big planned? For Barbara um, what or are we
2: anything doing? Um, I've got some Christmas shows coming up. When does this go out? Is How many mean, point mentioning? I mean, it goes
0: out next year? sometime. Right. Okay. <laughs> <But> <laughs> people i going
2: to be... in November next okay, year. There you go. We'll yeah. be in time for that. Twenty twenty. Uh, I'm and, doing bits of kids I'm very interested in kids television actually okay. so I want to do more of that I think it's a, a great thing to do
0: it really is yeah okay well we'll look, we'll look out for that uh, and uh, thank you so much for coming down ladies and gentlemen give a thank a round you, of you so for me thank you, oh, very nice. thank you very much. go and have
1: a drink we'll be back
0: You have been listening to A With me Richard Herring And my guest Janice Connolly Thank you to Pest for providing the music Thank you to everyone at the Stoller Hall Manchester and to Chris Evans Not that one and everyone at Go Faster Strike the, I'm indebted to my Series producer Ben Walker I'm also indebted to my Fantastic executive producer Alison Monroe. oh my god, they were a brilliant executive producer, much better than the shoddy lot we've had up till now. I didn't want to say anything at the time, but they were all shit. This is a day Fuzz and GoFasterStripe.com production. Head to GoFasterStripe.com to buy trump cards, emergency questions books, three for £20, all three and different books for £20. You can buy my DVDs and downloads. And you can also become a monthly Badger and help us make more podcasts as well as getting loads of bonus extras. Go to striped.com slash badges if you want to help us make even more podcasts, this and other ones too. Thanks for listening. Now go on your way.